It's Hammock Chats with Reb and May. We're here to say, come join the day with us. Welcome to Hammock Chats with Reb and May. We're your hosts, Rebecca and Renee. Welcome. We're so excited to be here for episode two. <laughs> I can't believe we actually had people listen to episode one, but you know, we're we glad you're here. 30 listeners. That's a lot. Compared to seven? That's more this people is, than I know. This is skyrocketing, this really. This is. So today we have a new segment for the beginning of our podcast. Rebecca, would you like to introduce it? Oh, right. So... On one of the podcasts that I listen to, every episode that they start with, they have the question, who needs to relax today? Or what needs to relax today? Um, And I thought if we did a similar question, it would just be a nice way to have some consistency in in our episodes and just like ease into our subject. Um, So (laughs) we've come up with the question... What's something you can't let go of from this week? And um, that kind of sounds negative, but it could be a song that we can't stop thinking about, like a funny interaction. It could be something we regret. regret. Who knows? But I just think it's a good open-ended question. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the NPR Politics podcast ends with can't let go. But that's okay. We'll just credit them in this moment. It's fine. That's a later problem. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. So, Renee, what's something you can't let go from this week? I had one planned out, and then I went to class. And I know I just went to class two hours ago, so technically I've only not been able to let go of it for, like, two hours. Yeah. But I feel like I want to share both. Oh, I know. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll share the first one. This weekend, I was walking on the snowy streets... And I saw a man (laughs) with a broom and a (laughs) dustpan sweeping snow. But there was a lot of snow in the road, and he was sweeping it into this tiny dustpan and then putting it into public garbage cans. A public servant. Yes, but (sighs) wow, he was really dedicated because that would take a long time. You know, I think a shovel would work better. Yeah, I wonder if he was just doing this for fun or if he was employed by someone. He was wearing a t-shirt that made it look like he was employed by someone. Hmm. I don't know. Also, wait, how was he only wearing a t-shirt if it was so cold? I don't know, but I've been seeing this girl around campus. Well, actually, for the past four years, but... (laughs) (laughs) What? The same girl. The one who always wears the shorts and the flip-flops and... and I saw her last week! And the t-shirt! Oh, my God. And she... Listen, she was walking through, like, three inches of snow in flip-flops! That's pretty powerful. But she was unfazed. Rebecca and I go around... In huge coats. The puffiest of coats. Eddie Bauer coats. Yeah. Eddie Bauer <laughs> sponsors the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's something that I can't let go of. The other thing is, um, well, mm-hmm. today I was in class, and I was in a writing class, and we were with our workshop group, so I was with five other people from, you know, my class, and I wanted them uh, to think that I was <laughs> smart. And we were talking about someone's chapter that we had read and i was trying to say favorite part (laughs) i said fart (laughs) and there was can you recreate the scene for me well i don't remember exactly what i was saying but it just came out really naturally it was weird and then i paused and then there was a beat where everyone else was silent 
And then two of them started laughing. Oh, no. And then I started laughing. And then, of course, I had to text five different people about what happened. So I just wrote in all capital letters, I accidentally said fart in class instead of part. Mm-hmm. But every time I would send it to another person, I would start laughing more. <laughs> anyway. That's really funny. I like to think I brought joy to those people's evenings. Yeah. What can't you let go of from this week, Rebecca? Um, so as you all know, or I'm assuming you all know, do you know what I'm going to say? No. Okay. Maybe. No, I don't. I do. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, we, well, Renee and I have a hive brain, so lots of times we just have the same thoughts. Yeah, but what if I'm wrong? I'm not going to say it. It's okay. Anyway, (laughs) as as most of you know, the Winter Olympics are on. Oh, I know what it is! (laughs) And figure skating is the best sport out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But watching all the figure skaters now (laughs) has me remembering the iconic (laughs) dance performance from Tessa and Scott of Canada. The gold winners for their performance of, it was like a medley from Moulin Rouge, which is a fantastic movie and a fantastic Broadway show. Thank you, Katie, for introducing me to this. Thank you, Katie, for introducing Rebecca, who introduced me to this. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I just cannot stop belting the songs and when I belt I just like spin around and twirl because it's just it you just can't not watch it you can't not think about it and I don't know if I will ever not think about that for however many more winter olympics I have in me that definitely is one of those elite videos that we watch on repeat yeah another one being five tenors sing bring him home (laughs) (laughs) but maybe we'll talk about that another time yeah (laughs) but yeah i that'll i'll probably think about that until the olympics end and a little bit after that (laughs) me as well me as well after i get you know fart out of my head (laughs) (laughs) so today what we are really going to be talking about is the idea of change And this is a broad topic, but it is quite relevant for us since we will be graduating from college in a few short months. And of course, we will be experiencing quite a bit of change when that occurs. So we thought that maybe this would be something that you guys could relate to or benefit from, you know, listening to our tips (laughs) when it comes to dealing with change. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, I guess, <laughs> what change have you recently been going through? That's a good place to start. I think I've been through a few seasons, sounds dramatic, but seasons of change in the past year. Um, namely because, not to make this sound more dramatic than it is, because it's not dramatic, it was lovely, but I went and spent a semester abroad um, in Spain. So, of course, going there and not knowing anyone and living in a new city with a host family, that was a moment of change, a wonderful moment of change that actually I feel like I dealt with very, very well. Mm -hmm. But then of course, there's the reversal of that, which was coming back to the US and dealing with that moment of change, Um, coming back to my friend's apartment, moving in, never having lived here, you know, kind of like having to catch up on everything that happened, which, 
not that I felt stressed about that or anything, but it's it was... It's okay to say no, felt stressed about it. I don't, I don't think I felt stressed about it, but it was a moment of change. But it's interesting because when I first came back from Spain, I was like, look, I'm fine, not even experiencing any jet lag, but... I definitely had, like, no motivation to do anything, and I was spending so much time sleeping, and I was like, is post-study abroad depression real? You know, not to be basic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely some change that I had to deal with. Um, how about you, Rebecca? I feel like you're, you've experienced some small, some large change. <laughs> we want to hear it all. Um, so I guess I'll start with the small. Um, I recently cut bangs, and not curtain bangs banging bangs banging bangs <laughs> guys rebecca's gonna punch me or something but they what? give her i'm not a violent person they give her such an air of mystery like you see her walking down the street and you're like oh who is that a bang girl i appreciate that in a good way i don't think it's for me what the I don't think the bangs are for me. Well, I've never had them as a child. I mean, at least I don't remember having them as a child. But I was going through um, a week of extreme stress. So, naturally, I took it out on my hair. But, even though it's not for me, I don't regret it at all. Which I think is cool. You know? Yeah. I had a thought. I did it. Yes. And I don't, now I don't have to wonder, what would I look like with bangs? Is this a good move or a bad move? You know? But... That that was a small moment. That deals that that leads into other conversations of how do I deal with change and stress. But oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um I guess a big change that I've already gone through is <laughs> becoming a sister-in-law. Um yeah, that's definitely the most significant change that I've experienced recently. Um I have a brother, he's 10 years older than me and it's just the two of us. So, naturally, you know, my whole life it's just been him and me. Mm. So, having some change and having a new person come in, it was just, like, a lot to deal with. Mm. And she's a wonderful person. We are actually really similar. We have a lot of similar interests. But, I don't know, even if, like, let's say he married someone that was like you and we were like instant best friends you know Mm -hmm. like two peas in a pod I still think I would go through the same experience that I went through of just crying and not knowing what to do and and being worried that things will change and because things did change you know even if it was a good change things did change um so it's just that was a big adjustment for me um I think especially because it's just the two of us. That well, was... and he was, you know, well, I mean, you're at college, but he was living at home with you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the, <laughs> the night of the wedding, um, my mom folded, like, a pair of pants, and she always thinks it's mine, but it's actually my brother's. So I went into his room to, like, put it on his bed like I usually do, and then I walked in there, and he wasn't in there, and I just started sobbing. Oh. Um... But yeah, just like small things like that, just being home and not being able to go into his room if there's a funny story or not giving him the pair of pants. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot to, that was a lot for me to deal with, especially since I don't deal well with change, but you know, I made it through. So when Rebecca was texting me, 
you know, telling me about her feelings regarding change and the marriage and stuff like that. I feel like, I don't know if I really had any helpful responses, but I did find a comic by Leslie Ingart on Instagram. She makes comics that I really enjoyed. Um, I can't show it to you, but I can read the captions to you. She said, I already figured out a while back that things don't ever go back to being the same, no matter how much you want them to. Everything won't be as it was or is. Accepting that is strangely comforting. Few things are right now, but this is. Because it means that things can change again. So I think that, I don't know, I feel like that that's a very helpful thing to think about when you're in the moment of change. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if it's maybe change that you're not as pleased with things can always change again nothing's permanent Mm -hmm. and I think that speaks to like having to accept change but I guess I guess that kind of leads us to the next part of our podcast um so how does change affect us and how do we deal with it or how do we want to deal with it yeah um how so how about you how do you think you deal with change or how does it affect you I think for me, the fact that I struggle with change, like anyone does, is maybe not as obvious mm-hmm. right away. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I don't know that it's always that I always see myself struggling or that I know that it's the change causing strife, but this is how I know that it, it sometimes does. Every time mm-hmm. I move into a new college dorm or apartment, I act neurotic until my room is set up but I think that that truly is just a response Mm -hmm. to change and I put like so much I'm like Rebecca you have to tell me is this does this picture look good on this wall and I FaceTime my brother like 20 times and it everything needs to be like perfectly straight but I think it's a way that I try to gain control in a moment of change so I think that my reaction is to search for control Mm -hmm. when that might not necessarily be the best reaction because we can't always Mm -hmm. be in control yeah um but I, I think I definitely do have some ways that I try to deal with change or just, like, discomfort. Um, first would definitely be focusing on the small things that bring you happiness and the small things that are constants, even in times of change. So, for example, I know that journaling and letter writing, those are things I could do literally anywhere. And those things always bring me joy. It doesn't matter where I am mm-hmm. like what I have to do that day like I can always make time to at least do a little bit of writing mm-hmm. and that will make me feel good um or to read a little or to like stretch or take deep breaths so the very little simple things that you could do anywhere mm-hmm. um I also think that trying to accept change as a journey is helpful which mm-hmm. kind of relates to the comic that I read so understanding that you know it's natural to go through moments of like struggle or like moments when you don't have control and right I don't I don't know exactly how to phrase it but just kind of being at peace with like it's part of your journey yeah I again just since the biggest change was becoming a sister-in-law and getting a new sister um, I think at first I was just really scared that I would lose my brother, mm-hmm. and that was just 
the thought that was clouding my mind so much. Um, but as time went on and, you know, you were supporting me and sending me, <laughs> sending me, I think that Instagram post that you sent me, honestly, I was on the mend at that point, but it kind of just like solidified <laughs> that thought process that, um, you know, my feelings of being scared and my feelings of being replaced, you know, that changes too. Yeah. The dynamic changes, the family dynamic changes, but, you know, that can be a good thing. You can reframe how you choose to think of it. Yeah, I think it is a cool journey of gaining a sister. It's a cool journey of, you know, growth for my for myself too. Yeah. Um, you know, family is like the one thing, at least in my life, and I'm I'm glad that it is this way for me, but it's a really stable thing. Yeah. You know, there's not much change um, in the dynamic or, you know, in the people. But I think it was it was good for me to go through this and, and realize that even the most stable structures are bound to change and that's okay. You can change with it. You can grow with it. And, you know... I'm I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm glad that I have a new sister now and hopefully hopefully I can apply this better thinking to other situations <laughs> in my life. Yeah, that's the real trick, isn't it? Where it's so easy to sit here and be like, just do things that make you feel good. Just yeah. accept that it's the it's a journey, but it mm-hmm. it is different when you're in the thick of it. And I think I think that it's important to be patient with yourself when you're yeah when you're experiencing change or just honestly in general when you're not feeling great. But be patient and be kind with yourself and recognize, yeah, this is a moment of change and it's going to be uncomfortable. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you when you were coming to peace with, you know, the change in your family dynamic, you kind of, you realized, okay maybe I still have room to go and becoming comfortable with this and understanding what, like, the implications are, but mm-hmm. but I know that I will get there. Yeah. I think um, in terms of dealing with stress or dealing with change, I don't really deal with it. It kind of just consumes me. Uh-oh. Um, tell, what? Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> Do you know the answer? I feel like... It's almost like I've seen it (laughs) well okay so I've realized I kind of have the same thought process as Renee in in terms of when I when there's change I just want to take control of it so I've realized that you know from moving to one place or another having you schedule or anything I feel like I can only be at peace once I have a routine Mm. and once I have a schedule that's constant from day to day Mm -hmm. but so I'm glad that I realize now that that's where I can be at peace, but I feel like I haven't really found strategies to to get me there. Yeah. I, I'm kind of just like, okay, it's fine. You know, once you get a schedule, you'll be fine. Just just wait this out, get a schedule, get a routine, and it'll be fine. So I'm kind of waiting for that moment. Well, can I ask you a question? Sure. Well, you can finish your thought. Oh, no, no, no. So I agree with everything you're saying, but yeah. then how do you how does the search for control and for having a system and a schedule relate, for example, to change where you can't have any control? Well, that's what I was going to say. I think um, because most of the change that I've experienced was is moving from place to place or 
you know, different classes or, I don't know, I can't really think of anything bigger. Um, because that was something built around a schedule, um, when things in life happen that can't have a routine, can't have a schedule, like... Mowage, mowage. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like mowage, mowage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a, I can schedule in six to seven be okay with <laughs> be okay with like this new change you know that's not something that I can apply to my life yeah um I'm not fully at the stage where I have the answers but at least I'm realizing this about myself I, yeah. I guess I guess just what I have to do now or what I'm going to try to do now and the changes that will come in the future are you know cling to the small constants I yeah. think have a have an attitude of you know all change I guess realizing that all change makes me stressed but but yeah I think I first have to realize like when I get stressed I don't eat when I get stressed like I don't really talk to people or change you know Mm. kind of makes me become a hermit Mm. but those things aren't helpful for me so talking to people you know having concerts in my morning like whether it's reading the Bible or calling you or journaling or reading. You can call me whenever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, at least for me in my journey, I'm going to have to find things like that that yeah. can give me peace in the journey of change. Right. I do have a question for you. Little old me. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> so I would assume that this change, you going to Spain and coming back is a change different from ones that you've experienced mm-hmm. from your life, you know? It's mm-hmm. not the typical change. Do you think going abroad and coming back and having to deal with that has altered your way of thinking or altered your way of dealing with change? That's a good question. And believe it or not, listeners, even though I knew Rebecca was going to ask me this question, <laughs> I did not think of an answer. <laughs> um, but... I think I think so. I mean, when I first went to Spain, as I was saying, I didn't really experience any trouble with the change. In fact, no troubles at all. Um, but I kept expecting to be stressed about something mm. or to be angsty about something. You could read this in my journal. I'm, like, preparing <laughs> myself for when, you know, the bad mental health comes. And it never came. So I think that stopping the overthinking Mm. and like the worrying in advance when it comes to change because who knows maybe sometimes I'll just be fine and the change won't really affect me that is probably what I'm trying to implement regarding Mm -hmm. the arrival to Spain Mm -hmm. regarding coming back I think just like I said before being patient with myself um, because like I was saying I was kind of just motivated or not motivated to do anything at all. Um, I was sleeping way more. And I don't, I don't know, it might have just been my body recovering after being go, go, go Mm -hmm. for three months. Um, I don't really know what it was. And I think that that's okay. And I think that, like I said, just, I learned to be patient with myself. Hopefully I uh, remember that lesson in the future. But that's about it. Do you think... um... Because your transition to Spain was pretty smooth, 
did you underestimate the change coming back or were you also overthinking and kind of stressed about it? I wasn't overthinking it because there wasn't anything that I needed to do. You know, so when I got to Spain, I was like, you have to make friends. You have to make the most of your time. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to worry about COVID, you know? And when I got home, I was just chilling. And it it kind of felt like coming home. I felt like going to Spain was an active decision where Mm -hmm. I, where I caused the change to change. Yeah. Let me try that again. Where I caused the change to happen. And it felt like coming home was just something that happened to me. Yeah. That I didn't have. So maybe that's why I didn't have trouble going. Agency in your own life. Exactly. I just like being in control. Oh my gosh. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, that's true. That like leads into the patience thing too. I think, um... One of the most frustrating things about having to be patient with change is, or just with patience in general, I think, is you know how you act on a base level. Mm. So when, when your personality isn't the same, when you're not reacting to things the same, at least for me, like I don't feel like myself, and I'm just constantly trying to get back to myself, yeah. which is the most frustrating thing. You know, yeah. that's like where my lack of patience comes from. Cause I'm just like, I, this isn't me. Why, why aren't I thinking like me? Why aren't I feeling like myself? You know, right. that's like one of the most frustrating things for me, but I don't know, maybe the me that I know is just changing. Cause I'm bound to change even more. And that's an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Change. Oh my God. How many times have we said change in this episode? Too many. Eat a piece of chocolate every time. Oh my you god. You hear the word change. Eat a piece of chocolate every single time and then tell us how many pieces of chocolate you ate. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that can be our Spotify question. That can, Please answer the Spotify question. Yeah, only two people answered and one of them was me. <laughs> and one of them was our friend Cece. Hey girl. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we hope this was interesting and helpful for you guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to apply this to our lives because change is a coming well yeah at least for both of us in the next year we could well i won't speak for you but for me i will either be living at home and you know getting a job or living thousands of miles away by myself in like thailand and both are changes yeah that yes remember big and small big and small and you know what Small changes can warrant large reactions. Mm-hmm. That was a weird thing to say, but what I'm saying is I'm not trying to minimize the effects of small changes. Yeah. Also, don't underestimate positive changes either. You know? Mm. Any, well, you learn about this in psych, but any change is, any change positive or negative will cause stress. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Be patient with yourself. Please be patient with yourselves. Give yourselves grace and space to deal with whatever you're going through. You know, grow in the process. Give yourself a little kiss on your knee. Thanks. (laughs) Well, our only other announcement is that we have a TikTok, and we also have an Instagram, and we have some hilarious TikTok ideas, so you should follow us. I believe our username on both platforms are just at hammock chats podcast (laughs) at hammock chats podcast yeah so i don't know if we're gonna make any more but if we do it'll all be under the same handle yep yeah 
Oh, Look out for a new cover, maybe. <clears throat> <laughs> Only one person's gonna get the cough, but that's okay. If Eva listens this long, you better. Thanks for listening, you guys. Hope you have a great week. Swing by next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hammy Chat.